0: Hello, and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from Amavi and Pepper Bridge here in Woodenville. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with host Michael Katzman, our food and wine advocate. Hello, Michael. Hello. We are very fortunate on this beautiful Washington sunny day, which is actually shocking that we jumped from February to (laughs) middle of June in a heartbeat. Way (laughs) overdue. Way overdue. But yes, so if you're in the area of Woodinville, pop on by and check out the um, Pepperbridge Amavi tasting room. It is fabulously furnished, very comfortable. Great wines, great atmosphere, and I think what I love the most about them here is they're very interactive. They love what they do, Mm -hmm. and you can tell.
1: Yes, and it's really nice, too, because like Elvie just said, uh, the sun just decided, uh, I'm going to come out for a little while, and they got the little garage door open over here, nice little breeze, little comfy chairs, and uh, a nice little wine bar up here. So definitely if you're in the area... I know a lot of our listeners are in this area, they so are. get out of get out of your uh, your cottage and get out here and uh, have some wine.
0: Well, and if you're stuck on 405, you know, just take that Kirkland exit and jump on over here or Redmond, or
1: better yet,
0: just don't even deal with the traffic. Come and have a glass of wine. I'm like,
1: wow, yeah, going going north right now is going to not be very nice.
0: No, it's not. And not very
1: kind. Not so so. Uh, pop in here and have uh, some wine and uh, relax a little bit. And then uh by the time you leave, uh, the the traffic will be a lot more manageable. It will be
0: very mellow, yes, I would agree I like with that.
2: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well today's show is gonna be brought to you by Amavi and Pepperbridge tasting room. Welcome to the heart of Washington wine tasting. On today's show we have um we have the good fortune of having two on air wine tastings sponsored by both Amavi and Pepperbridge. Um, an interview with the tasting manager and um some of the other staff for the history and fun facts. gonna be acceptable unacceptable to we'll be socially stupid, which has become rapidly one of those um, segments that I don't know the information just falls from the sky. We'll <laughs> um, what's going on in Bellevue and Seattle, what happened last week, and um, if Fancy Frenchwood happens to make it in, then we'll be able to get a report from her on living the fancy life. But I know that she had a lot on her plate today, so we'll have to see if she gets to make it in. So, Mr. Michael, I think you're going to be yes. introducing us to our first on-air tasting.
1: Beautiful. We're going to be uh, tasting uh, some wines here again. And uh, we're going to do our first tasting with Amavi. And we're doing a Syrah. And um, let's go ahead and just pour that.
0: Okay, that is like the best sound in the world. <laughs> I'm such a little kid when it comes to that.
1: Oh, uh, not a nice sound. <laughs> it is. Oh, oh, a, oh, am I supposed to pour some to <laughs> Yes, I want to try it too.
0: So I think the more popular parts of the show has been the on-air tasting because we have mm-hmm. so many wines. We kinda need to get caught up in our quote-unquote favorite wines. And um, we're always... I think we're for all we want a reference we want to hear that somebody Mm -hmm. else liked it and um
2: i think people have
0: really enjoyed being able to go oh i've had a few people come up to me go oh i was listening to the show and so i went and tried this wine and it was fabulous so definitely you know when you listen and you hear things let us know what you think about it and Mm -hmm. um what your feedback is post it on facebook uh, (laughs) post it on the wine wineries web pages as well because Mm -hmm. they love getting that feedback too
1: Absolutely. Uh, right now, I just poured a 2008 Syrah, uh Walla Walla Valley. Uh, it is a uh, 100% Syrah, and uh, it is it's a, got a nice dark color. It's really beautiful. Really nice nose. Wow, just cherry and lots of vanilla notes on, the, on the nose. Uh, so I can't wait to taste it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm. That well, was because I started my wine um, tasting, or I should say my wine a couple of years ago, and so my basic information is is just that very very basic. Mm. Um, but what's so fun for me, you know, with a, what I consider an amateur wine palate, is to sit there and think about, okay, what does what this remind me of? And things I learned when I was started with the varietals was your base information, things like a barnyard, you have to throw me for a loop. but now I'm starting to to figure them out. So um, we're very fortunate. We have Stacy mm-hmm. here, and she is um, works with Amavi and Pepper Bridge, and she's going to tell us a little bit of history about um, how this
3: came to pass in Williamville, and um, a little bit about the wineries. Thank you very much. Um, we opened um, last June 8th, and kind of the drive with all the tasting rooms moving this way, um, it made sense to us to open uh, both Bridge and Almavie here, uh, get people kind of get our product in front of the consumer on this side, and uh, hopefully get them over to Walla Walla later. So... Um, First vintage for um, us for um, Pepper Bridge was 1998. Um, first vintage for Almavie was um, 2001. Oh, wow. And uh, we are sister wineries by that. Um, we are um, same winemaker, same man and gene partners. We're um, 100% estate out of Walla Walla. And just two different styles of wines. So, it's a little bit about you know, sister wineries, because there was such a passion
0: that you couldn't really make a decision. You wanted to run with both and, and have carry their own names.
3: Uh, I think because Pepperidge already had such a huge volume and it was broken to try to fit and what we were doing here. And so not to confuse the label, we decided to open up um, and start Amavie and do a little more um big goat style, kind of older world, a little more European style wines. Whereas Amavie a little more New World, a little more fruit forward, a little more easy drinking, kind of your, you know, wines that you can enjoy every day. Whereas okay, so that's why I'm automatically, I, I love
0: Amavie. I absolutely love it. Although the Pepper Bridge Cab, I really, really like. But I remember the first time I
3: came in here and you poured for me. I, do, I love that. Mostly. Yeah. Um, you know, they're still from our state vineyards, but, you know, very easy drinking, um, very forward, great restaurants, for you know, wine drinkers, I think.
0: So Amabee would be one of those great wines that if you weren't particularly wine-educated and you wanted to have a want to wear it, you know, if to make this
1: good wine because you know it's going to go over well.
3: Yes. Okay. And, our, and the Syrah's 100% Syrah, so big, bold, you know, lots of those ripe fruits.
1: Mm-hmm. Kung Pao right in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I love
3: it. It's great Great
1: It's not overly grippy either, so it's not like over a lot of tannins. I mean, uh, the... I'm, that come through, right allows that fruit to come through on that It's just really
3: nice.
2: the
1: really cool thing I really liked about you know I talked to you earlier about this, and maybe our audience can appreciate a little bit of the knowledge uh you know it says hundred percent estate sustainable farm uh for the average person, what does that really mean? I mean, without having to go into it completely uh, kind of an overview of what Really cool, and what that does for the environment, and, and earth and, and also in the wine industry a little bit.
3: Uh, well, we're um, sustainably farmed, which means that we try to use minimal um, chemical introduction to the vineyards, and um, we recycle our water. We use um, compost teas, predatory insects, um, other alternative methods as opposed to just chemicals, um, which is better for the salmon, it's better for our environment, um, and you know you start introducing chemicals, and then each year you have to use more and more to prevent the pests. So Absolutely. we try to definitely take care of our environment, um, but also produce beautiful wines from our state vineyards in Walla
1: Walla. And what's cool is that you know we're in an age where organic is you know people like it's organic, fit. yep. Less chem- less chemical inter- introduction to the food and wine, uh, uh, and without without sacrificing taste, like you just said. Right. So uh, and we're really to the, uh, the Amish River here, yeah. yeah. So I think that's pretty pretty really important. So. Uh, I think when you, when you have those things, you're, in, you're, you're responsible for the environment but also responsible in producing good wine at the same time. I think you have a really good win-win for everybody. So Exactly. Very nice. I, I
0: would agree. Well, thank you for bringing this part of us and uh, this part of the wine tasting. We look forward to halfway through the show having the Pepper Bridge.
1: Yes, thank you very, very much. nice. Thank you.
0: We are to you by Paps and PBR. It's your beer. Check out Paps.com for info and some stuff coming up. Um I'm going to go ahead and go over something. We had a live broadcast that only there touch base on. Um, the fat sad ending in the belby with the Philharmonic announcing ah, to cease its operations. Too bad. Their last concert is going to be July 4th. After 43 years, the belby Philharmonic Orchestra will go out of business at the end of July. Um, to kind of sum it up a little bit, it was, you know, with the tough times, they just couldn't manage the support. But there is hope on the horizon with the Tatucci Center being put together and Pace is behind that. The orchestra, may hope, isn't enough that it may play again on the east side when this um, new venue is created so you know we're going to keep our ears open and we're going to be trying to help and support that and hopefully we'll see them back in a couple of years but just yeah. FYI their last performance will be um, the, fourth. the July 4th concert in the park at the um, Bellevue family 4th of July. Okay um, second news of the day is community recycling event Saturday oh, June 25th about
1: this <laughs> 10
0: a.m. to 3 p.m. at Vasa Park. Um, 3560 West Lake Sammamish Parkway Southeast. This event is free, but they're asking for a suggested $20 donation to the CAD Foundation Fireworks to help raise funds for the Lake Sammamish 4th of July Fireworks Show. Any amount would be greatly appreciated, and all funds go directly toward the cost of the fireworks show. Uh, This event is in conjunction with Green Planet and the accepted items that you can drop off for recycling are appliances, washers, dryers, refrigerators, etc., electronics such as televisions and stereos, scrap metal, machinery, circuit boards, big huge one, computers. A lot of places will not take computers, PCs, laptops, printers, monitors, Um, any kind of batteries, medical supplies, inks and toners, cell phones and vehicles. So if you're trying to simplify your life and you're looking for a way to support things this is a perfect event for getting rid of those things and supporting some great uh, you know fireworks oh place.
1: absolutely and you know uh, I, and I've had I know I know a lot of people actually out there that have old computers or, or old those big 36 inch two TVs that don't work or what have you and they cost you a lot more just to take oh, those yeah. into recycling I think for, and it's free and then and then you get to donate you know so to, to something really cool I know a lot of I know I have a TV that I just love to blow up
2: <laughs> and uh
1: but I can't legally so donate and then and pay less <laughs> donation and then just isn't that exploding D there
0: you go. That's a great way of looking at it. Okay, so um we'll just really briefly talking about need to be cleaned regularly and detoxified. Order yours today at www.sweettalkwipes.com.
1: I am hooked on those. I got to tell you,
0: they are great for computers. I, I cleaned, I cleaned <laughs> my phone, and then I cleaned my car dash. <laughs> they
1: do, they do work well. I always very well. have them in my car, and I'm always using them because I'm like, ooh, what's on it?
0: Well, I mean, especially as both change susceptible to colds and all this other stuff. And one of the the things that we found, and I was when I was working at North. Back there, because you is the one thing that people forget. You know, you're talking mm-hmm. into this this thing, and all the
1: bacteria. I like hey, can phone? Ooh, too. damn! No, that's right, man. I'm cool.
2: <laughs>
0: so, one of the first things to consider when wanting to be socially savvy is how does what I do or say affect those around me. The simple thought process brings up so many issues, it's amazing. Why should I care? What does it matter? Why do I have to worry about it? And the list goes on. But just take a moment to think, what if everyone thought this way? How many people do you think would have issue if everyone put some concern into others' how others felt around them? Perspective is very important. Food for thought and another show. Mm. And with that, I'm going to yes, have way so too much fun with Socially <laughs> Stupid today.
1: <laughs> yes, you have. You've kind of been on that. I, there's got to be a story behind that. Be. Oh, the
0: stories are just.
1: Well, I don't know. Uh, just letting you, everyone know that Socially Acceptable and Unacceptable is brought to you by Kind Bars, delicious, healthy, and gluten-free snack bar. On the go, it's there.
0: We love that. Okay, so I'm going to start with the first Socially Acceptable one. Let Michael do the second one. Socially um, to try to find people mm-hmm. that there are uh case we're gonna we initiate this I know this And I think that there needs to be boundaries and um a reestablishment of what is acceptable what's uh, not acceptable. Um and that's so what the goal is is to re educate, give some guidelines. Of course there's exceptions to every rule, but don't always approach every rule what you the exception. Apparently the, the whole point of being socially savvy is when you walk into any social setting that right. you're going to be able to enjoy the, the participation and people mm-hmm. listening to you that, you know, people aren't going to go, you know, walk away from you, roll their eyes and go, oh, my God, I can't believe they're standing here. You know, you want to make a good impression. You want to um, create new friends. That's the whole point of being out there. So right. with that said, um, socially acceptable, it is socially acceptable to ask someone to be quiet when they're talking at an event. This is happening with more and more frequency as more and more people are becoming less aware of what's going on around them. I have been to five social events varying in demographics from pay, pa- I should say, pay grades of 25000 a year to 250000 a year. And there's one thing that's always consistent. There's somebody in the front row that is talking and I just want to smack the hell out of them. Mm-hmm. And they're always talking at that one point where somebody, they're at they're this heartfelt speech about, you know, why you're at this event. I do. Oh. <laughs> what do I say? Yeah. You know, and, and I was with um Tracy at one event, and I have to give her kudos. She actually turned around and shushed them, and I was like, go, girl you know because i think it's a culture if we start backing each other up on what's acceptable and what's not acceptable right. and you can do it nicely you can say you know hey they're talking about you know they lost their father or right. you know do you mind i'm trying to hear if if they come back snarky you know, that's your open door. Just have fun with it, and you know, jump all over. Of course, I would do that. Some people have a little bit more class than I do, but
1: well, sometimes you know, just by approaching them and just say, "Hey, look, you know, I'm not sure if you if you know this or are aware of this, but your voice does carry." Yes. And then they they, they might bring back interest, off a yeah, And then Kind of a nice way of saying, you know, shut up. Shut the hell up! Okay, <laughs> but, no, I'm sorry. You know, it depends on your you know, unacceptable. <laughs> just you know, you know, judge something happening. You know, I've taken these classes, you know, and, and the instructors, you know, and a lot of the audience people are starting to and, you know have side conversations and he might say, Bueller. Bueller oh, yes. oh my god. <laughs> and it gets you know, be so you can kinda of that you can also get your point across. It just yeah. it just it just depends on your social situation and what you're in. You're absolutely right. I think you know Yeah, no, I totally agree
0: here. If we're talking about a subject and you guys have a story Mm -hmm. that you're just itching to tell us, walk on over because we will give you the mic. There is nothing better than hearing um, a feeling that really happened.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely Definitely engage in our conversation over here. (laughs) Okay,
0: Mr. Michael, (laughs) what is the second socially acceptable?
1: Uh, To RSVP maybe or no, or and no, uh, too many times, people feel like they need that they need RSVP a yes to show other support, when all it really does is cause people to spend more time, more money, uh, trying to accommodate uh, the people who won't be there. be there. Yeah. And so, you know, I think uh, I think the real the, the big concern is, is that people sometimes are just just dis- can't they feel like they can't say no? I can't yeah. make it. You know, I'm just over. It's I'm socially overextended. acceptable
0: to say no. Right. I can't do it
1: when well, but you know on the on the flip side i also see people go well if you well you, what's wrong with my event and well, why can't you commit to me you know uh well i'm just going to shun you or whatever and now you're not on the a list so but you know what I i'd rather be on that. someone's b list and then lie to them and 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 uh and tread all over my integrity and, and my right. commitment to somebody cuz they know i mean uh, just, uh you know, oh, you know? Yeah that I, I have to be there? I'm, I'm, if I'm right. going to be some I'm going to be there, and I'll tell you otherwise if I'm not going to be there. So uh, I just think that people just are afraid to say no, and uh, it's worse. And it works because they show up, and then anyway. So
0: well, and that's the thing I wanted to. You know, we're coming into an era where. You know, a lot has to change in our economy, mm-hmm. in our society, in how we socialize. Right. There's so much change that has to happen for, for balance to, be, to come back mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I think my husband phrases it up the best. You know, say what you mean and we mean what you say. You know, Ooh, be, like be strong enough in who mm-hmm. you are to, if you're going to say it, say it with conviction. Say it with, yes. you know, this is what I mean. You know, when I committed to do Socially Savvy, I committed, you know, about 48 to 50 weeks out of the year. I'm going to be broadcasting the show. I'm going to be going, you know, live at different locations. I'm going to be bringing new experiences. I'm going to try to bring them for a while. And, you know, with that, it, there's lots of people who want to support us. And I appreciate that. And I just want our listeners to know that it's okay, you know, to not – we don't expect every live broadcast to be packed full of people. Um, we you're you can, and when you can be there, we love seeing you.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, so hopefully people can take that into their everyday life and, and understand, you know, yeah, there's going to be people who are going to get crap for not doing it. But I think you you turn into that person who says, I say yes, I'm going to be there. I say maybe. Sometimes I show up. Sometimes I can't. I say no. You know, if you say no and you can show up, that's an even bigger
3: surprise.
1: Right. I think you just, you know, don't be too quick to say yes or no. Sometimes you can't, you can't yeah, and, and, and on that well.
0: note, on that note, you know, if you give somebody seventy-two to forty-eight hours notice, that's mm. more than acceptable. That is, unless it's a a big huge thing where they're having a chef come in, you know, right. that. But for most things, that's totally fine.
1: Right. So. But if you're gonna say, I'm gonna get back to you, get, get back, back to you.
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> okay favorite part, which is socially unacceptable. Ooh, I like this one. I am, oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Here's where I have a problem. This is this is where the Duchess and me comes Give out. It out. Okay. Give it.
1: Um,
0: it's socially unacceptable to talk down to somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what's your profession. I don't care what your status. I don't care if you happen to be the most happening person on the planet. It is the most unattractive thing, and it reflects so poorly on you to talk down to somebody. It's not even funny. Um, stop trying to be bigger than you are, and more people will be interested in you, and when they know you care about someone other than yourself, mm-hmm. they're going to actually listen to you.
1: imagine that imagine that <laughs> you know
0: and, and I know we all have those people in our life that they walk in and you know they just. Mm-hmm. You know, they announce that they're here, and they're all that, and they talk about their. They got the bands parked down there. And you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to do that. People are looking for real people, and if the whole idea of being social is you want, you right. you want people around you, if you people around you.
1: You know, it's funny. <laughs> Think about the most the most popular people that you know of in your life, and what are they like? You know, uh, a lot of times they are. Um uh, they people easily. i am known these people like managers, you know, oh, uh yeah. at different businesses. Uh I've yeah. managed to have for bigger name Uh and other people didn't rally around those they kind don't of respect people. Them. Yep. Exactly. But the people who are like, you know, kind of a have that server mentality, certain type of mentality yeah. attitude. Um, they attract a lot of people, and not only that, but those are the kind of employees or people that will run through walls for you. When you need a, a favor done oh or you need gosh, something yeah. to help, they know that, hey, you're always there to help them out, and you're not above them, but you're you're right beside them you're to right help, the, uh, help yeah, them out. Yeah,
0: you're in the trenches with them. No, yeah. I totally agree with that.
1: Well, I was saying, you know, my saying is never above you, never below you, always beside Besides you.
0: Beside you. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay, that's a new slogan for Tell me. Tell
1: my match.com.
0: Oh, <laughs> That would be a really good one to have on that show, I think. (laughs) Okay, it is so socially unacceptable not to consider the physical, financial, or emotional state of those around you when you open your big yapper. Okay, yes, I just said yapper. (laughs) This is particularly important in these troubled times when people are going through job losses, bankruptcies, midlife crisis, and Mm -hmm. depressions, just to name a few. Would it kill us as a society to speak on things that are a little more uplifting for, I don't know, a decade or two. You know, right now TV gets so, the whole reality thing We so excited about it, we, of the Beaver Cleaver days when everybody got excited when somebody succeeded. And now when somebody supersedes and exceeds, we go, oh, well, you know, we don't want to play that up too bad because you know, Johnny didn't quite make it. Or make him feel bad about himself because he couldn't do it. No, little Johnny needs to know that, that Michael over there just kicked his ass and he needs to get up off his butt and catch up with, Mike, with Michael if he wants to get anywhere. And I think we've really created this, this preconceived notion where it's okay to be mediocre and it's not. That mediocre does not get you the success you want. But more importantly, mediocre doesn't help anybody. You don't succeed, you don't prosper, you don't grow. And if you're not succeeding, you can't really help anybody around you. You mm-hmm. just become so focused on yourself.
1: Well, you don't want to go meet, uh, see the movies uh, Meet the Fockers.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I've seen those his movies. Because Gaylord
1: has eighth and ninth place where and in his dad. was really proud of <laughs>
0: Celebrate somebody who, yes. you know, recognizing okay, this is what I was able to accomplish. That's one thing, and recognizing it. But what I don't like is when they say, "Well, you know, we're not going to do MVP because you know Michael really kicked everybody's butt, and little Johnny's feeling bad about himself." Well, right. no, no, that's not what it's about.
1: It's all about that's uh, not the real celebrating part. accomplishment. So if you better yourself in any and, in any uh, aspect in life, you should you should be proud of that and be able to express that. Well, and that, that
0: inspires people. You know, architecture, mm-hmm. accomplishment, all these things. If you take a look at the last. What what inspired inspired the great accomplishments? We're the great people. We're the people who did over and above. Now we're trying to make sure that's not the cool thing. And we need need to go. No, I think we need to go back to that. (laughs) I've said my piece. (laughs) Okay, so we are going to
1: move on. Here?
0: Tasting over oh, here. Oh
1: yes, and so we're going. We uh, going to another. Oh, here.
0: actually, we've got we're working bottle over. Oh, right here. I love it.
1: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We have another.
0: He's good. He'll pour. Oh. It's okay. I'll, I will finish off the bottom it While matter, while he's pouring yours, and we'll give him a mic, and he can tell us a little bit about. The
1: uh, we We've got a nice uh, cabinet. Uh, we, as we, can, we had a new, new uh, world style uh, Syrah, now we got a old world style Bordeaux uh, uh, style, I think, or something like that. But uh, we're gonna talk to us a little about this Cabernet we're gonna be having here.
2: Uh, well, like you said, it's a uh, Bordeaux style Cab. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, 80% Cab, 10% Merlot, 4% Malbec, 4 uh Cab Franc, and 2% Petit Bordeaux.
0: It's complex. Um,
2: and it's a I like uh, it sorry I said it's complex and it's, oh, it's it an accomplishment a right. lot, lot going on <laughs> and it's uh, big, uh, a big but it's got great big uh, great big black cherries and plum um, a little bit of uh, just kind of what's in your mouth
0: it does so, it kind of settles in and then yeah. and that you, you mentioned dirt and actually I don't dirt for me is how it settles when it dries it has that, that dry there flavor are. on the on the tongue.
2: It's definitely starting to show some really nice earth characteristics. And I think with uh with a little time the tannins are gonna soften up a little bit. It's gonna be a little, a little more earthy to it. And it's I mean it's gonna be a long lived wine and
1: so for a lot of our artists, when you say that it's young, what would
2: that really mean? It means that that basically that it hasn't been in the bottle all that long. Mm-hmm. I mean it's Right. Um, so age. The Pepper
0: Bridge. I was going to ask, for this one, I'm like, you know, 12 years, 14 years. At what point would it be best to drink it because it is a little bit more of a bled?
2: Well, it's, um, I mean, I would really like to leave that up to Jean-Francois, the winemaker. <laughs> but I think this one could go at least 10, 12 years. Awesome. Um, and it's, like I said, it's going to develop some really nice complexity. It's going to soften up quite a bit. And sh- showing a lot of potential, it's going to be a great wine. Mm-hmm. It's got acid, great acidity uh,
1: to uh, tannin balance, so um, my mouth is puckering, and definitely. Uh, it's, it definitely has some good juice uh, that comes through on that. Um, it's uh, it definitely has a really nice smell, almost has like that uh, tobacco. You know, my my dad's my grandfather's old leather chair, you know, library kind of smell, but it's it's really nice. You get that terroir that comes through, uh, a little dirt. I love dirt, so, you know, well, go out and some rocks.
3: <laughs>
2: <for you then>. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things I
0: know that wines have really changed pace in that um, traditionally it was all about, you know, you're drinking wines, so they were already well-aged, and with Washington wine, you know, being such an infant and coming out with fabulous wines, I think we have done a great job of combining being able to drink it now and i almost think we're at a point where we need to start educating people on hey you know buy a case and you really 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 want to look at this as an insurance policy and set six of these bottles aside and think okay we're going to spend some money it's a small investment now but to be able to crack a bottle for your kid's graduation or their wedding or something of that um i think that's kind of the romance of of where Washington wines are going to go cuz we're just now coming into that whole thought process.
1: Yeah, there's a but there's a whole other set of rules you got to look to when you're storing and racking wine. Yeah, and so. I was
0: going to bring that up I figured Michael you'd have answer okay, for that. So, you
1: mean, you're looking at temperature where it's stored, uh moisture, a lot of different because like, you want to put that at your house right. <laughs> you you treat cook Like cook a mushroom, right? <laughs> you
0: you treat wine like a mushroom. You keep it in a cool, dark place.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you look at your going add.
2: Oh, I, you said it great. I mean, storage is very yeah. important. A lot of people don't fully understand that, you know, they think, oh, wine, you hold on to for a long time. It depends on how you it and depends on the wine.
1: Yeah, and there's so many times I go to a party and uh and I'm walking in the kitchen and I look up on the refrigerator and oh, there's good wine god. Oh there. my god. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: right
1: yeah. by a big bay windows, you know, where the the U V rays get it and the, and the the fruit's cooking inside the bottle. Oh <laughs> and your stomach
0: just turns over. The
2: refrigerator is also a bad place there's a lot of vibration, vibration can weaken the structure of the wine.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people forget that wine, once it's been bottled, it is a it is still living. It is it is a living, functioning organism, and until you pop that bottle and drink it and I digest it, it still is changing.
1: Well, absolutely, and as wine is changing, we still don't chemistry know exactly. Like red wines, if you're going to store a wine, it needs to have a lot of acid on it. So if you don't have acid and it may be a little more higher in alcohol content, it's not going to last you. So
2: yeah. um,
1: definitely needs some uh,
2: big, nice big fruit and some tanners Definitely, you're going to lose those fruit. over over time. over time. Yeah, and,
1: and yeah. as I said, it definitely will up uh, down just a lot. So, um, but you know, really the wine industry where it's going to when a, wine, a winemaker is making a wine there you know on the average a wine between uh, actual purchase to consumption is less than than 72 hours.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. You know, Washington has really done such a great job of capturing and being able to epitomize that, but then you look at the history of what wine came from and where it's been, um, it's nice to see some of these wines that it's like, yeah, it tastes great today, but you know, my palate goes, "Oh, what's it take We have a trade of of chick chat has mm-hmm. arrived, and so we're going to have the mic over to her because the first thing she got to do was taste the wine, and I love that um, Tracy and I <laughs> and I always to say, are growing up, everything is so different." And I always talk about how she and I are, and she's always like, "No, we're very similar." And I think that's one of the things that I love so much is when I hear you, Tracy. I always we've been so much more of you. Like, and I do most of the time, so. Well,
4: that's nice. Not wine, though.
3: I just either I like, know, it we just like, like it or don't like it. I know, like I just pick up
4: some of Michael's words, like, flabby, and, 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 and. It.
1: You know, She came right, right in, and she looked like, I'm ready for some wine. I, I am, think she was dealing uh, out there in traffic. We handed her the glass of wine,
0: here you go, so, honey. Well, we're going to bounce right then into the socially stupid moments of the week, and I have um, some technical assistants who are, have been helping me, and I um, want to thank you, as well as my podcast. So he's like um, my producer tonight, and, um, and I really appreciate it. I want to say thank you. No, thank so, you. Um, he and B, she is going to be helping me download some of these sound bites. We were talking about it before the show. So there will be some fun things here in the near future. Absolutely.
1: As we do these shows, we get better, we better, get
0: better, better and better. Uh, Like, but, uh, cool. like I like it. Okay, so we all know that I, you know, bringing attention to what it is to be social and kind of bringing us as a culture back to a even playing field. And while the first, you know, 14 or so shows, we tried to be very positive about everything I realize that positive press isn't always the way to go so I created socially stupid moments for the week (laughs) and you know these are personal experiences (laughs) and I have to say um, they're quickly becoming one of my favorites so you know feel free to chime in but a socially stupid moment of the week um, walked into a quaint little place for lunch one day last week ahead of me were three people in their late 50s and a lady in her late 70s with a walker there was one family seated with small children waiting for their food. Uh, the young girl waited, and uh, who was waiting and hosting, walked by the older group, and as she did, they asked if they could sit down, or did they need to wait to be seated? She told them to go ahead and wait to be seated. OK, at this point, I wanted to just clock her in the head. Mm. I didn't. I sat there. There were eight empty tables. So they stood there for probably six or seven minutes and here's here's what kills me. Okay, had to have control over where they were gonna seat. Yeah. After six or seven minutes she goes, Oh, just go ahead and seat yourself. Uh, uh, yeah. This this seventy <laughs> year old woman Why? is standing there with a
1: <laughs> No.
0: No. And I just wanted to go up to her and go, Seriously, we <laughs> like you had eight tables that were not seated. You should. Yeah. I don't care what your age demographic.
4: People don't, don't understand. They're not either not empathetic. They don't really understand. I don't know. they their place for you know. It's older. You know, you have to respect for people. I wanted to break and, her leg. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we had this at our last at last week's event. A gal, our yeah. listeners, came up and said that she went to a movie pre-screening. Not getting in, you know. So they line up, you know, oh, hour out and, Oh, She's with a friend who was walking with a, a cane. He was so essentially, you know, disabled. Somewhat crippled, yeah. Um, <laughs> somewhat crippled. I mean, he's got a cane. He yes. can move it. He was somewhat
1: crippled. Hey, Yoda, Yoda! has a cane.
3: He's not crippled. <laughs> no, he's
4: crippled. Yoda's very wise. <laughs> yes, he, he, he is. Yes. Let's try that we Go ahead and first, before everybody else, since it's myself and my friend who is somewhat crippled, and um, they said no.
0: Oh, okay. You and then totally
4: there's crazy. people sitting, there's a handicapped of there, there's non handicapped people sitting in the handicapped seat. Okay. I mean, this I
0: is, think a I'm, I'm going to run around to look to somebody sitting and Oh, that right. has the ability to function and go, get the hell out. Okay, that's not the socially that heavy way be... of saying it.
4: but, <laughs> it say like, yeah, no, they, see but you know what? Are it you was? aware because that Because it we was have a pre-screening, somebody. and those people were like, oh, my God, i got to see the movie. And then, so and, but the so way they better. did is they brought folding chairs, oh, and they God. put the folding chairs for this gal and her, you know, disabled friend. And the people still who were in the... What do you call it? And the handicapped who didn't move to the full, like, Okay, oh. you know what? I this, mean, is this, is where
0: just... the, this is where the socially unacceptable part of me comes that's out. common And sense. I would go sit up behind them, and I would do something, like, my my Greek grandfather taught me to belch. I'd be belching in their ears. <laughs> I would be talking.
2: <laughs> oh. No, you, you
0: just,
4: what we said last time, too, it's like you, sometimes you, you have to act on somebody something. else's part. Yeah. And you have to be the ballsy you one have to be and the say, champion. you know, excuse me, move. Yes. Or I guess, or you're the person that moves, even if you're not in the... and
0: it's like we we brought up earlier just before you came here about, you know, is socially acceptable to ask somebody to be quiet or to ask somebody to move? I think if we as a culture start standing up and being advocates for what is right, and when I say what is right, I'm not talking about the... Uh, eh, you know, this is a Democrat thought process, a no, 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 Republican. No. We're talking about what is right in that you're looking at somebody who is 70-some-plus years old standing there yeah. with a walker. It is not right we for them be, to be standing. We could wear capes
4: and be kind of like Robin Hood. Ooh, Ooh, we like could be you. superheroes. We could SS on it.
0: Oh, there you go. Oh, there you
4: go. <laughs> okay, we're switching off.
0: That's just wrong. Okay, I'm going to cover the socially stupid moment number two. Number two. Lazy management. This is killing me. <laughs>
2: Oh, I think we I might have something from the audience out here. <laughs> I think
0: we've got a story out here. Our new construction went to the actual name of this company, Dunn Lumber Today, to get materials for a client. He's been a customer for years and created a new account with him last week to put together their order. So they arrived today to go pick up the order. The lady behind the counter has a friend who's only eligible for a level 2 discount. He's been getting a level 4 to 5 discount. So he's passed on this information to the client. He's been there for so long. He's been there for so long. You know, he's been active. He passes on this information to the client. The client was there when they went through the consultation, had the notes, and and everybody is budget-oriented. So, okay, this is what it is. The difference between a level two discount and a level four to five discount was $6 per item. Okay? The manager was called, and all they could say was it had to be changed at the corporate level. They did not try to call corporate and fix it. On top of it, when they were made aware of the exact quote given the customer at the counter, they replied, we cannot own our verbal quotes. Mm -hmm. Lastly, when they were made aware that Home Depot being cheaper in the price, management made a decision to be lazy, and this is where it comes in, and told them to go ahead and go there instead.
4: Okay, that's not even lazy. That's stupid.
0: Okay, That's knowing. Stupid. Now, this is, this is the point of. Okay, so this is a stupid person, but here's what I want to say. Knowing the people you hire and give them the tools to represent your, mm. you properly, or you will not only lose long standing customers, you will lose future customers, and no amount of donating materials will change that.
4: Well, the thing is, though, too, when you go into any place and you don't get the answer that you want, particularly if you did talk to them like that, you. I always say, I need to, but this is management, though, it sounds like. This so, is management, I
0: mean, and these were people who he actually, the, the client had been there and actually pulled the new path. This is what we talked about. I mean, talking about a $37 sheet. It was $37.19. I mean, we're talking about This is the part of our culture that when I talk about being socially stupid, You know, we as a culture, if we do not start standing up and saying this is wrong, it is going to continue deteriorating. We are going to continue to be disappointed, and it is going to start hitting us to a point where not only um, do we suffer, but we're like, I
4: mean, that you just, you know, your friend... You know, votes with his mouth, I mean, with his pocketbook and go someplace else, unfortunately. And then this
0: was a $2,000 purchase. And then
4: you know what? You put it all over social media, right? And, and the,
0: today, they called me and I said, No, I have a moment for you. Yeah. And, you know, we had talked about this. I really wanted to promote positive. I, <laughs> I want, is we will be an advocate for positive. Um, we that we, the company, are going to treat our demographic, the customers, our listeners that represent this. We're going to let them know, and you're going to need to step up to the bar. You're going to need to, you know, make a difference because there's just there's no time, there's no money, there's no anything for this anymore.
1: Unfortunately, this happens a lot, and you know, All actually, consumer, consumer Reports just put out a uh, a big article on on the, on customer service as an industry. Oh, my
0: God, yes. Yeah.
1: I uh, named the point was that uh, when a customer wants to talk to a manager, it's not really anyone that's approachable. They can get to you. Do. So don't be afraid that you're talking to somebody else Exactly. As well. no,
4: don't
1: yeah. be I like afraid that, to go Michael. that step yeah. further and, and get that. Sometimes you just have to do that. But a lot of the yeah. power of the, um, the manager's yeah. hands. I've been in management a long time in different regions. Um, but what you tell the customer is a lot different when, than just saying no. I, I'm unable to do that. The best is, is to say, look, let me check my resolution for it, you If I get, if I can have 48 hours to get an, a, an answer for you, or maybe a That's day. Yeah, they now, I need to do some research and practice. Yeah. want to say no. It's almost like you know, if you're if you're a hostage in a negotiation. <laughs> and so oh I am going to put God. a bullet in his head unless you get me a yeah. uh, a donkey in pink panties.
2: You know, you, you, you can't like, just
1: say no. You just gotta say, hey, you know, yeah. uh, let, let me work on that and see what I can come yeah. up with.
4: <laughs> yeah. That's just that's just bad business that's it a lack is. of business, Savvy there.
1: And with so. and with the uh with that's the economy where it's you know it's you, you need have to like it has to be yeah. know, and maybe that
4: yet yeah, friend of yours perhaps i mean Dan Lover is smaller and it's too bad maybe he or he i guess probably wanted to do business with maybe he, somebody who's smaller now it well may he work had he had home
0: depot he has a 30 plus year standing in the community yeah. has a great reputation um had worked with people in the area and it was heartbreaking oh, wow. to see you know this come apart like this because, well, from his perspective, you know, he's been working with them forever and then to have to go and actually buy the products from Home Depot and be at the recommendation of this manager. If it was me, I would, I would be in Dunlumber. I would be, if anybody working in Dunlumber, I would be fired. That. That's a harsh thing to say. That is, you know, but I really wanted to talk about this because I wanted to bring it up. I think we're at a point where we need
4: to start saying enough is enough. You, well, have I, did, I did say. Can I share my little just two seconds? Oh, share with Yeah, you. I left Chase Bank. Ooh. Oh yes, you finally. Did. And I was looking bet- I'm looking between B E C U and Seattle Bank, which are wow. both local.
1: But I love credit so I'm, I'm actually, say,
0: yes. you know, and talking about the whole service thing. I started working for Nordstroms again, and I went through the new hire, having not been there for 10 years. Um, I was really surprised to find out about the whole customer service thing. And one of the things that really um, was kind of like an added bonus was they own their own bank. So I will be utilizing them mm. as a credit union and not having to well, deal with a big bank. And that's bank. what a credit
1: union is. is it's member-owned. Yeah. Member owned. yeah. So, and you have the the board of directors who are also members. And there's not like, you know, we have to make a huge profit every quarter. It's uh, That's where you get nickel and dime on all those ATMs oh. and all yeah. stuff credit unions, you do that. And that I'm telling you I've been a credit union member for I guess, since I was a kid mm-hmm. and I can't imagine that credit yeah. just I
4: know everybody can go you really got a charter change Not know everybody knows that but like I don't you don't have to work at Boeing to be able to use
2: exactly no
4: of them so well and it's one of that they, you know, I, you know
0: so again the whole point of being socially savvy was for, um, we want to set an example. We're not, you know, we talk about that, in but we want to encourage people to be champions for the company and those who uh, are up and trying to be socially active, socially savvy, socially um, contributing. And we want to, like, we can really, you know, we want to
4: ask our listeners, too. Um, you know, Facebook comment about any kind of local companies or brands that they've used that are really stellar, and you know, almost we can definitely
0: Facebook. So, yeah. um, you know, whatever we want to hear those comments because we want to give recognition to those companies. So moving right
1: moving along, moving the, right we're going along. To the
4: Duchess report, we went on last <laughs> week. Is that where we are?
0: Yes. Um, oh, it's coming up this week. Oh no, you're right. What went on last week? I'm slow.
4: Right. <laughs> Watch you by Pop Chips. Never fried. Never baked. And LB, you were quite a busy beaver this past weekend. I was. I was crazy. Um,
0: the Washington Wine Country finished up their winemakers dinners at Kirkland at Cafe Juanita, Swift Water Cellars at Suncadia, Gilbert Cellars at the Cave and Yakima, um, Cultura at Zeller and the Dessert Wind Winery and Prosser. And Friday night, I had the insanity. Uh, I was a lovely insanity. Uh, video, uh, and then ending at the Gilbert Cellars, the Cave, in Yakima. and Yakima. If you're going to go out and do a wine tasters dinner, if you're going to, um, I think a lot of people don't understand what a wine, a, a winemaker's dinner is. You get to sit down and have a several course meal. The wine is paired perfectly with the foods, and you're sitting with the winemaker. So you get to pick their brains, you get to ask questions, you know, any silly little thing that you have wondered about wine, they're going to have that answer for. Um,
1: And the cool thing is that, um, uh, and it's just what LB said, is that, uh, you know, a lot of times what a winemaker will do is they already know they're tasting the wine, and based on flavor profiles that come through on the wine, you can come up with a whole menu just on that wine. But what they do is they break it out into courses. So you're not just having two or three uh, wines, you're having four, five, six wines and paired with each of the entrees uh, or courses that are being served, so it's 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 you know p- people kind of get stuck on the uh, you know it's a hundred dollars or it's eighty dollars what have you, but the food that you get and the oh wine experience that you get with food, you'll easily no easily yeah. spend twice that at a restaurant. So it's yeah. it's not only a good value, but you get a great education and a great experience that goes with it too. So yeah,
0: well, and I had the fortunate. You know, um, and then caught the end of the one at the cave. And then, and then I got to go to the apple party at the bonfire.
3: For- and, and
0: I have to tell you, Bobby Moore from Barking Frog oh, so was the chef. And so I got to sit around the bonfire and talk shop with him. And the, the winemakers came down and I got to talk with them Um you know, there is nothing like that experience. So, if you are truly a wine lover, these are the fun things, and they're typically $150 a person. So, with that in mind, you know, you want to plan ahead.
4: Why don't they give us some free tickets to these things so our listeners can go? Well, well for, the, for the wine, we yeah. will be working on that. Let me. Try. We just had somebody shout out that they could take care of that, so I'm all over that. I think
0: there's
4: the, a uh, few of and Then
0: let's I go. finished at the final event at the gala held at um, the Deatley La- De Estate, which is the second largest estate in Washington, with an intimate dinner, 80 mm-hmm. people, $1,000 a plate. Oh, you guys go to that? I, I shot that event. Wow, you're so... There were, um, they auctioned off cases of wine. They have been, Washington wine country has been the face for Washington wines. We don't have a tourist that is controlling helping us. We don't have have uh, these are trying to put us out there on the market. So Washington Wine Country came about 9 years ago and they're the ones who have done that and uh, they have done a fabulous job. There were great people there. Um I'm really looking forward to seeing their 10 year anniversary. this. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about Washington Wine Country go to www.washingtonwinecountry.org and support the organization. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have to. I have we to have our super it. fans. <laughs> 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 I had to say I uh, check out the. Discount. Oh yeah, I was, I was there, too. <laughs> there. He's one of the few men there, and wasn't the venue beautiful? Was it, it was all of eight condos I saw the picture. Fabulous, oh,
1: very cool. Very well put together. TY Thank my
4: you. Night. Very cool. Yeah. Very really inspirational, and uh, yeah, I mean, I want to live there now. They gave it. They let us do tours <laughs> of the all of the um, condos. Um, uh, Twenty fourth, floor, yep. I guess. Oh, board, wow. beautiful!
1: <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. It like, like, yeah. I actually enjoyed the stories that were told that night. Aren't they? Amazing, Amazing
4: stories. Ticket and all. Okay, like, so I felt, I felt I
0: felt because I I, I <laughs> used that bit actually was over at Brook with ninety two point five her birthday, mm-hmm. and we did a half an hour run for leukemia and lymphoma and then they did an auction and stuff to support her team running for that and donations were made directly to yeah. it. You know, this is the hard part about being social is you do you start to find all these different events and you become impassioned by them and you want to be a part of all of them. And I felt really conflicted that night.
4: <laughs> I know. You're so po- you're so popular.
0: Oh, no, not
4: popular, just torn.
0: <laughs> okay, so coming up this week Oh, brought yeah. to you by Eye Candy Lash Boutique. This week's special: call in and ask for the intern special. Get a full set of lash extensions for $100 or a fill for $50. That's a rockin' deal. So I know Michael. I can't going, really comment to that. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've been in for a fell.
4: Well, there's some um, fun concert stuff coming up. At Willem Park Zoo has B E C U. Oh, B E C U. There you go. Love oh. B E C U. Zoo Tunes, Taj Mahal, and Joan Osborne. They're both really awesome. Oh, wow. I've never been to anything at the zoo. I've no, never I, ha- I haven't either. It's, it's I haven't nice, either. Actually. So, yeah, that's Wednesday, the 22nd, at 6 p.m. Very nice. Fabulous.
0: Mm -hmm. We also have the second annual Iron Vintner Challenge. Are you ready for the Iron Chefs of the Wine World? Four well-known Woodenville winemakers are going head-to-head in a series of cooking competitions to determine who will be crowned the 2011 Iron Vintner. Chef Bobby Moore of the Barking Frog will be keeping the evening lively as each winemaker is given a secret box of ingredients from which to create an appetizer, an entree, and in 60 minutes, for their panel of celebrity judges, create these masterpieces and present them. Fun. Each winner will be selected based on presentation, flavor, and creativity. And this is your chance to be on hand for the festivities in which to watch them cook firsthand, listen to the lively bl- banter, and root for your favorite chefs. There are two of them left. We have June 22nd, the championship round from 5:30 to 7 p.m. um, Winner of the weeks one and and week two, and then you have a four-course on the 29th of the winemakers dinner featuring all four winemakers for the Barking Frog. The tickets for these events are $135 per person, and reservations can be made by calling Barking Frog at 425-424-2999. Iron Vintner winemaking dinner menu is on the website. And if you'd like more information for this, go to willowslodge.com backslash promos HTML.
4: And then um, Friday, June 24th at 7 p.m., you have a hot summer night's fashion on the boardwalk. So excited! No, I haven't got my ticket yet, though. Oh, no, no, no.
0: You're, no. Oh, do I get to go? Yeah.
4: Oh, because I know LB. Cool. No,
0: it's because socially savvy is oh, a sponsor. okay. And and also Fancy is going to be there. Oh, good. I know that you were partnered up with Fancy.
4: Oh yeah. Oh good, good, good. Okay. So Go I'm excited. I'm going to be there. Yay. <laughs> um, at the Soto Commerce Building, 66 South Hanford Street, in Seattle. Uh, Nero Drinks presents Hot Summer Night Fashion on the Boardwalk, a carnival-inspired evening dedicated to celebrating Seattle fashion, summer, and fun. A lot of fashion shows lately. Uh, which is really cool. So drinks, food, games, and a runway show. It's it's uh, billed as the event of the summer. It's produced by Fashion Network, Seattle, and Blue Shoes Media. And Socially Savvy is a sponsor this year. Yes, we're very excited. Oh, that's where we get to go. Yes, that's oh, cool. where we get to go.
0: Okay. A portion of the proceeds will benefit the So Beautiful, um, and that is at sobeautifulprogram.wordpress.com. Um, That's so S-E-W. Yes, S-E-W. Okay. And I was really excited. You know, there. you're right. There's been a lot of fashion events. And I think a lot of people, you know, when you think fashion, you think of New York, you think of Milan, Paris. Yeah, yeah. Um, But in Washington and Seattle, there are a lot of people who are into fashion and a lot of designers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of models. There's a lot of people who are aspiring to it. So uh, these events are a great way, a great segue for these people to be introduced, get a chance to kind of show themselves mm-hmm. off and um, kind of you know put themselves out there, yeah. so we just we picked one event so far, and you know they've only done it a couple of times, and we wanted to be there this grassroots kind of feel, and see if we could you know help inspire them and uh get listened yeah. so we're so that out,
4: yes, most definitely we we have really good uh you know. we look good we in fashion, we yes know. we do yeah <laughs> um you know
0: okay so that's yeah. one of the things i wanted to bring up i love that you brought that up there mm-hmm. are a lot of outdoor theaters yeah and i didn't know i know marymore has one but oh, tell us about know. the
4: fremont well line. fremont after movies is right down there in the heart of fremont it's if it's like mm-hmm. and so saturday the 25th at 7 30 p.m it's sean of the dead which oh, i've never God.
0: seen but i heard it's good okay
4: you know yeah. I love that. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. The other thing, I
0: they have a dick chat they about
4: have these, that. They Chick- Dick chat. You know. dick chat.
0: <laughs> okay, we're spinning a new one. This I don't, is that's crazy. Not dirty. <laughs> no. I don't dirty. It's just No. what it is. ostrich That's
4: just what it is. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> so that's supposed to be I love those.
1: Cool. And uh, now planning ahead uh, brought to you by Zippis, a high energy mix in a tube. Uh come the second annual zip is tournament twelve PM to three PM. It's the golf club at Echo Hills. It's gonna benefit the Boys and Girls Club of King County, it gives kids a place to call their own, which is really important. I'd rather them uh, hang out there than paint a night. So <laughs> we're uh, meal and uh, be creative and be part of a team. Uh, Get uh, all those social skills that we're looking for in uh, youngsters these days. Um, Get help with your homework and just hang out with friends. I mean, I think that's really important for young adults uh, growing up in today's society. Uh, There are 13 locations with uh, the open door uh, through King County that uh, offer space for children and teens to learn, create, and attain their best in their academics, athletics, and more. Please show your support by... uh, uh, to your local boys and cl- uh, girls club, and I know there's one just right down the street here in Kirkland. Yep. uh By becoming a sponsor, and uh, for our second annual uh, golf tournament scheduled again for July 15th.
3: We're actually uh,
1: sponsored. Oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, we so are beautiful. We'll I be wish there.
0: I could go. Golf. We will be there, <laughs> clicking and covering this event. But okay. it was, I, we thought it was a great event to cover. It was actually it came about before you came on the show, Michael. Oh, okay. Oh, so, well, yeah
1: all he's developing around here. So the tournament begins uh, uh, with a check-in on uh, Friday, and, and that's July 15th at noon, followed by the 1.30 shotgun start. Uh, the dinner and award ceremony and auction will be uh, begin immediately following the tournament. Proceeds will be direct, directed to Boys and Girls Club of King County. Uh, welcome all golfers of all experiences, levels, uh, to join in on the fun of Scramble and form uh, a golf tournament.
4: Fabulous. I have one little thing um, before we go. Um, so I just found out today that um, one of our Chick oh. Chat fans is giving us fifty tickets at five zero two Seattle Oh my up, god, I'm so
0: excited about it. The X
4: Factor.
0: Okay, so Simon all of our Cowell's listeners need to check out Chick Chat Seattle yep. because you're gonna have the event. We're gonna feature it on yep. Socially
4: Savvy too, And we'll give you a couple tickets to give away to Socially Savvy fans. Oh,
0: fabulous. Yay. Okay, so I wanted to touch real bit, quick, you know, we have um we're here with um, Amavi and, per- and they're going to be for- at the four the L their third annual Ooh. Saturday the twenty fifth from two to five PM. We will have this on our calendar and be tricking also more three from four PM where water um book Walter, Mark, Ryan, Ross, and of course our MaB Pepper where I absolutely love this. So um, check out Pepper Bridge and Amavi for um, upcoming events. They're a fabulous tasting room, a fabulous mm-hmm. crew. Really nice. um, we want to remind everybody that the Kind Truck will be coming to Seattle area from August 18th through September 11th. for watch, So watch for tons of fun events, helping to support our communities here. Socially Savvy will be a big part of this. We are very excited since they are one of our bigger mm-hmm. sponsors. Love them. Um, for our Socially Savvy fans, be sure to like us on Facebook and to be so that you can be entered into the drawings for our secret sponsors, and um, we will be announcing those at the beginning of each month. Um, go to facebook.com backslash home, php, socially savvy. Thank you to our sponsors of the show, Amavi and Pepperbridge Tasting Room, Clarisonic, Daniel's Boiler Bellevue, Pop Chips, Kind Bars, Pabst Beer, Sweet Talk Wipes, Eyelash, or Eye Candy Lash Boutique, Cascade Ice, and Fuse. Woo-hoo. So everybody have a fabulous beginning to your summer. Um, if you have kids, enjoy them for a few days before they drive you crazy and <laughs> come out and check out Washington Wine Country. Uh, have yourself a good time and be socially
1: because We are your summer. A lot of fun and a lot of stuff happening.
0: We are. Take Bye, care. Everybody. Bye.
1: Ciao.